0: review starts I just wanted to issue a statement on behalf of all three of us at active Quest uh, regarding the controversy surrounding the transphobic and homophobic um, imagery statements jokes etc from the uh, game we wanted to say that we do not support hate speech nor do we agree with the publisher 3d realms uh, and the developer voidpoint for their handling of the situation after they already, had the initial issue to begin with. Originally, 3D Realms issued a statement saying that this would be removed. However, later they made this into a censorship slash political issue, when in fact it is just hate speech in the game and it should have been removed. Um, so we just wanted to have that statement before review to let our listeners know that we are all inclusive and, you know, fuck hate speech in every single form. Thanks. Hello and welcome to Active Quest. I'm your host for this episode, Josh Nichols, and I'm joined by Chris. How are you doing?
1: Good, good. Uh, we just recorded a control review. Man, that was a bummer.
0: Yeah, Whew. yeah, definitely uh, disappointing. Uh, I think uh, kind of a... Not not a, not as much of a fun review to record because it's a lot more fun to just be able to be excited the whole time about re- of a game instead of, you know, pro, pro, con, con, con <laughs> type thing. So... Um, but yeah so uh, th- for this episode we're reviewing ion fury uh, this is the latest game from the developer void point uh, publisher pu- uh, publisher 3d realms um, for anyone familiar with 3d realms they are the developer and publisher for uh, Duke nukem 3d um, shadow warrior uh, among other things but um, yeah um, and I, I think it's a it's appropriate to mention Duke Nukem 3D as well because this is built in a modified version of the build engine, which was designed by 3D Realms. And this is largely the same engine as Duke Nukem 3D. They just modified it a little bit. But it it, it does definitely, it's, it's reminiscent of of those mid-90s shooters. But So uh, kind of the setup for this game, you play as Shelly Bombshell Harrison. You're a bomb disposal <laughs> expert. And you work for the Global Defense Force. Yeah, this game is very, very 90s. Um, it's everything's kind of over the top um and dr jadis heskel he's a transhumanist cult leader he's kind of like a cybernetic you know type cult basically and uh these these um like robot soldiers basically just kind of attack uh the city they're in and the the world and uh shelly is uh basically you know she's trying to stop him so it's you know it's kind of uh i was telling chris kind of we were talking before the show we were talking it's almost kind of like a mario games type story or sonic well i haven't played recent sonics but you know kind of like your classic uh tropes with the story there's not, there's not much going on here this is uh, in terms of story this is more of a, a gameplay focused game it's it's definitely feels like a shooter you know designed like 1997 so um chris what did you think
1: um i have to be honest here i didn't play too much of it uh, because yeah, you kind I of don't focus have more in control.
0: Yeah, I don't. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I d- the problem was is that I don't have a mouse and keyboard right now, and I would not recommend this with a controller, obviously, because of its heritage. <laughs> um, but yeah, but to to me, like I I found it a bit awkward, and um, I found it incredibly difficult because the aiming has to be. Pinpoint accurate, right? So I'm just, I'm just wondering, Josh. Like, how did you, what, what did you think of it uh, in with this aspect, like with this aspect of controlling? Uh, I
0: played with a controller because I'm a monster. I plugged into <laughs> in my computer. I played, I played with an Xbox One controller, um, plugged in. Xbox. And, yeah, Xbox. Uh, and um, can you, can you use a PS Four controller on PC? Because if you can, I wouldn't be opposed to using yes, you that can. Too. You can. Okay, that's good to know. Because um, I, I prefer the Xbox controller overall, especially for like first-person stuff. But I, I kind of, almost prefer the PS4 controller for um like sandbox games. You know, like something like Assassin's Creed. I don't yeah. know. it Just feels more suited for that. But um, but yeah. Anyway, so um yeah, I played with the controller. Um, and I had uh you know they have an aim assist option that you have on which what works without a controller. I yeah.
1: didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play the game
0: again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that helped that helped, uh, that helped uh, me, um, you know, put with playing on a controller. Um, so, yeah, so I played with a controller, so I didn't have that issue as much. But, I mean, it, it does, I mean, you bring up a good point with the aiming. Uh, even with the aim assist on a controller, um, it, it is still kind of like almost twitch aiming. And that's something I wanted to bring up, too because the aiming does require some precision, and I, this comes from the era where not all the games and set in a style required uh, precise aiming. Like uh, for example, Doom didn't have any, um, uh, there, was, there was no input uh, for like up, you know, uh, ver- vertical input. You didn't, you, like in the original Doom, you don't move your crosshair up. If you're looking in the direction, of the enemy, and they are two inches above your crosshair. Like you still hit them, you know. Um, that, that's that's how it was like in the early early shooters. Um, so I don't know. It just it does feel weird for me to to play a game set in this kind of graphical style, but like I'm moving. I have I you know I have full uh, reign on where I put my crosshair. That did feel kind of like jarring for me at first because you know that that wasn't how it was in like Doom and stuff. So um on Duke Nukem it was like that but you know still it just it reminded me of of of, like you know of that so
1: and this um just to just to defend ourselves a bit here like there is going to be a console
0: release of this game right yeah yeah so this is this is already out on pc um it came out august 15th um and then it's uh, it's it's coming out and oh okay cool i showed nintendo switch too interesting i didn't know that cool nintendo switch ps4 and xbox one it, cool. it's, it just says 2019 so we don't know when but uh i, I remember in the email we got from from uh, uh 3d realms or the the where we got the review code um they uh they mentioned um i think it was a few months from now you know so but, you know late this year um but yeah so it's it's really straightforward um yeah, there, there's not as much to it compared to modern shooters because, you know, modern shooters have a lot more twists and turns and story, and this is more straightforward, uh, which harkens back to the era it came, came from. Um, but the the big thing here that I like is there we've got these labyrinth levels again that I, I like, you know, back in Duke Nukem 3D and, you know, um, older shooters, uh, just where you're kind of going through this almost maze of an environment. Uh, you know, key cards to open doors. Um... Mm. You know secrets, you cracks in the wall. You know you can you, you can blow the wall up, and you'd find some some goodies back there. So I, I liked that a lot, and it's just a shiny version of of those games. With this game, you know being an HD and and um, you know having kind of some modern updates, but it's it's still it's still based on those old games so um, and i nice...
1: have to admit like it's a nice balance between the old and the new i think like it actually mm-hmm. looks great um for in for modern standards but uh, my question for you josh is uh does the gameplay hold up that does this style of game hold up for like the modern audience of those who are used to like call of duty and uh games
0: like that so that's, that's an interesting question because it, 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 it and it's not even, I, I wish I could give a yes or no. I w- I'm going to say this, it can. Um, it just depends because it depends on what you want from a shooter and what you're willing to tolerate because um, I don't like when people say like shooters are easy now, shooters were harder back in the day because that's, that's not true. Um, the, the way they do it, the the, the, uh, the intentions, the, the, uh, the way they go about getting... Uh, the experience of the player are different so back back in the earlier days of shooters and with this shooter um you know you've got health kits and you've got a you've got a health health bar or whatever you've got a health percentage and you know a lot of the majority of modern shooters they have the uh you know the screen starts to kind of fade or get red or you know your your health will go down and you have to kind of get out of uh, harm's way and then your health will you know kind of recharge um that's kind of in the popular style, you know, Gears of War, Call of Duty, uh, Halo 5, um, Halo 4, um, I, yeah, Halo 3, yeah, Halo actually, uh, after Halo 2, so a lot of modern shooters, they, that's what they do now, and the reason I wanted to address that is because there, there is always in a conversation whenever a game like this comes out where people say like, oh, you know, uh, this game's hard, people can't handle this kind of difficulty, it's not even really a matter of can you handle it or not, it's a matter of this game just is, 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 it's doing it differently. This game wants you to be strategic and patient. Um, oh, there's an enemy over there, I'm going to try to dodge these shots and stay out of the way. And I'm going to try to fire at him and cause enough damage to kill him before he gives me damage that I will not recover from. Whereas modern shooters, they're wanting you to bounce that uh, risk reward system. You know, if you could just hurry up and fire off enough shots, take him out, then your health can rejuvenate. Or if you could just hurry up and get out of the way, You can break past this cover, and you can get to that next spot. So, I mean, you know, they're doing different things. So I don't think that um, modern shooter fans that have only played modern shooters um, could not enjoy this. I think they definitely could. But you just have to go into understanding that, you know, it's going to play a lot differently. And if you don't play it differently than you play your modern shooters, then you're going to have a lot of unnecessary frustration. And that would prevent you from enjoying it.
1: Cool. That was very elaborate. That was great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, so... I, I, was
0: having, I, I actually had that problem. I was playing, like, I would, you know, I'm used to playing shooters, and I was like, no, I have to play this like I would play, you know, an old shooter. Because this isn't Doom 2016, you know? I, like, I, if, oh, I'm almost dead, but if I hurry up and kill the enemy, then I'll get a bunch of health. You know, it's it, it's a different kind of system. It's it's being smart, being, being patient, and not just rushing and hurrying up and you know taking out the enemy so yeah you got it you definitely got to play it differently so,
1: is that refreshing
0: I, I i think it can be it, uh, it's 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 i don't see this anymore you know we don't have as many shooters like this so it, it can be refreshing unless you don't want to deal with that anymore it depends on how much you like the modern system and if you're willing to have a different kind of system because i love modern shooters like you know i those are those are one of my favorite genres um but i'm i'm i like this too so i mean it, it's just it's different if if you if you liked this at all back in the day that it's definitely refreshing because it's it's different um i don't know it's really it's a it's a hard question cuz i don't want this replaced the way it is now i like the way it is now oh yeah like both but can having, exist, right yeah having the occasional experience like this though you know yeah that that is definitely refreshing cuz it's it's a lot different and you have to kind of um this might sound kind of silly but i was reminded of pubg and that, like, I can't just get out of the way of that guy shooting me and then charge back in because, like, my health is seventeen now. You know, like, you have to, yeah. you have to remember, like, you can't make as many silly or poor decisions. Like, your your mistakes will stack. Yeah. Instead of just oh, I took a your lot health bandits, doesn't reach okay. him.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: exactly. <laughs> uh, so, and then on, on that regard, though, that's one thing that's nice about that is. I felt a lot more compelled to look for secrets. There's a lot of secrets in the the levels. And I was a lot more interested in looking for the secrets because, quite frankly, I needed to find something because my health's at 27 and there's seven enemies down there and I'm going to take some damage because there's so many of them. You know, it's going to happen and I can't sustain a lot. So, you know, in that regard, I definitely felt like looking for secrets more. And the secrets are... Are are hidden, you know well, and I I like that. I, I I It almost reminds me of like old Zelda games, you know. Yeah. That kind of satisfaction from finding the secrets it, that that is.
1: So something else I want to ask you is uh, one of the most important aspects of a shooter is its guns, and I want to I want to know if Iron Fury delivers on that aspect.
0: I I definitely think so, yeah. Uh, The main standard weapon is called a Loverboy, and it's like an 18. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. It's like an 18, uh, I I don't know, guns. Like, it holds 18 bullets, and it's a revolver. I don't know what the phrasing is for that. Forgive me. Uh, But, yeah, it's it's just over the top. And uh, there's, like, these bombs that you get, and I like those. There's, you know, submachine guns, and those feel really good, too. And then I wanted to mention this, too. I forgot to mention this when we were discussing exploration. Uh, you have, like, this, like, uh, uh, stick that is a melee weapon. It's, like, a, like a rod. A baton? Um, yeah, a baton. And um, it's, like, uh, it's got, like, an electrical shock. And that's cool because you'll find, like, generators or or, or uh, electrical conduits or whatever that, like, you can open up this. You could, You can give power to this generator and then this elevator will work. You know, so like, right? It's kind of it kind of uh, uh helps the exploration, and it just kind of makes cool. you feel more connected to the world because, like, oh, I can turn this generator on, and then I can go in here, hit the switch, and go up the elevator. And now I'm on top of this building where enemies are shooting at me. You know, so, so it's not
1: just a dumb first-person shooter. There's actually some mechanics to it that makes it a bit more um, evolved, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some nuance to it, and and just I have to mention this too. Like, I know this is this episode is not about Duke Nukem 3D, but I, they're just so connected because this uses a modified engine that Duke was built on, and the the, the level design, all these things I'm saying that are positive are are from like Duke Duke Nukem Three D. Like that's that's what this game is is doing. Um, it's it's this game's very much like Shovel Knight. It was for like you know two D platformers and Metroid Metroidvania, but like with um with with you know the '90s uh, FPS genre. Um, yeah. This this game is going to play like you remember those games playing uh, for better or worse. You know they didn't really change how they didn't they didn't like change anything. Like like what I mean is like anything. It, it's not gonna change your mind of the genre. Like if you didn't like them, then you're not gonna like this. This yeah. doesn't imp- improve anything. It knows its audience. Yeah, exactly. This this is a game. It's almost like this was on a shelf somewhere, and they just they just found it and they released it. I mean, obviously, other than the modern concessions, like you know, with, uh, the, the, the visuals, like, yeah, you know, they're sharper and obvious you know, Yeah, like it that.
1: plays how you remember it, right?
0: Exactly, yeah, 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 that's the best way to phrase it, so, um, but yeah, it's not going to change your mind on the genre, it knows its audience, and that's what it is, and then, uh, one more, uh, bit of, a connection that I want to mention for, uh, Duke Nukem 3D is the, uh, main villain, uh, Dr. Jadis Heskel, the cult leader, he's actually voiced by John St. John, and that's the, voice, <laughs> the, the nice. Duke Nukem, so that's, that's kind of fun, too. Yeah. He's, a He's a fun voice actor. He's also in, like, uh, This is the Police and some other games. But yeah. uh, it's just nice to see him here, too, because he's, he's got a fun voice that really kind of works for that kind of Bruce Campbell kind of style, you know, tongue-in-cheek humor, I think. And um, this game really embodies that uh, well. Oh, and the music. I really want to mention the music, too. It's um reminds me of kind of, like, 90s industrial rock, like kind of like Nine Inch Nails and stuff. And that that's really fitting because of the time period that this kind of a uh, hearkening back to um, so yeah the music and the sound and uh, the quips that Shelly has when she, and uh, when she's uh, you know dispelling enemies is is fun and it's just the, the the game knows what it is it knows its tone that it wants to strike and it, it, I think it hits that balance I think this will be in some um I don't think this is gonna win game of the year from anybody but I think it'll definitely be in the in the discussion like I think it'll probably appear in some like top tens people's lists because if you're a fan of this genre then like this is like i said with shovel Knight, it's this is definitely shovel Knight for this genre if you're a fan of this kind of stuff at all then this is definitely gonna be right up your alley and i would highly recommend you know checking this out um on whatever platform you want of course later in the year once it's out on console but or on pc right now um yeah so there's nothing
1: there's nothing that really detracts it
0: at all no no i don't really have any uh I don't. It's it's see, and that's that's hard to answer too, because I don't really have any complaints other than like. This genre does this, but like in that case, it's kind of true to form, you know. So that's that's like I was right. saying before. Like so this game expected. is a nineteen ninety seven shooter, for for better or worse. So um, I did have my, my only complaint is the same kind of complaint I have, with these kinds of uh, shooters is I I did get lost um, sometimes, but. Luckily, there is a map, and it's actually the same kind of map that uh, Duke Nukem 3D had, where you can pull it up uh, in in two ways. The first way, there's just kind of a grid, and you can see where your character is on it while you're moving, which that would have been really helpful for when we were playing Control more, having a good map. Um, And you can also have, uh, you can, like, hit the same button again, or same key again, and it will... Um, kind of add a little bit of detail to it. Uh, it's, it's really hard to explain. It's like a 2d sprite almost like Top-down view of the level it's it's kind of hard to explain, but it, it does help when you're lost um, It might not get you, you know Exactly the right spot immediately, but after if you know a few seconds or maybe a minute or so of kind of uh, Looking around you, be you know, you should really figure out where to go. So uh, the, the map does help with that Which is nice, but yeah, that's one thing and that happened to me you know, occasionally I'm Duke 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 3D, and, you know, games like, you know, from that, you know, Doom, Doom 2. Um, but, yeah, I mean, overall, I think the level design's interesting, the enemies are interesting and, and fun, and the world reminds me of, like, Blade Runner, um, so it's it's a fun kind of atmosphere and music, and it just, uh, the game's very aware of what it is, and it, it, it does a good job of hitting all the, the boxes necessary to not only immerse the player, but... Um, for the game to be convincing and have its systems all work together to create the atmosphere and the world, you know, as a whole. Great.
1: Uh, so that concludes our review of Iron Fury. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at ActiveQuestShow. Uh, you can find me at Rights and I didn't contribute much to this because I haven't played that much. But uh, Josh, you did a fantastic job this week. So just uh, plug, oh, plug, you. plug your stuff.
0: Oh, at Mr. Josh Nichols on Twitter and uh, jerker 77 on uh, Twitch and Mixer. I'm uh, probably gonna be streaming some stuff here soon since we're not reviewing anything for a minute. Um, thank you again to uh, <laughs> three, right. Thank you again to 3D Realms for uh, the publisher of this game for the review code, and uh, thank you again Voidpoint, for uh, creating a a uh, fun fun game to uh, play through. I'm definitely gonna be uh, playing it more. Uh, revisiting it i think uh over the months so i'll probably definitely end up picking it up on i want to say xbox or ps4 but i might get it in switch because switch it's sounds fun, fun. Switch.
1: they're technically yeah. portable
0: that sounds yeah. fun yeah it's supposed to be on switch too so as long as it's a good port you know I, i'm in so cool but yeah thank you again guys for stopping by and listening um i hope that this helps you make a uh a uh, an educated decision on whether or not to pick up this game um and or maybe you got a friend that's interested and Maybe you could let them know about it because I don't hear a lot of people talking about this game, and I think that's going to change. I think this is going to be kind of a, a a slow burn type deal. I think you know over over the over the year, I think we're going to hear more and more people talk about it. I remember uh, Javi on uh, Game Informer. Um, unfortunately, he was one of the uh, writers laid off, but um, I, I loved his reviews. But anyway, he uh, I look forward to where he goes next. Uh, but yeah, he had a lot of good things to say about this game too. So I think we're going to see a lot of good reviews on this. And I think that's going to kind of culminate over the year, you know? Cool. So, all right. Thank you again, everybody for stopping by. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye.